2: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to
1: ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games.
2: Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This is really serious. And for me, to as fifth, my old world came crashing down. Because I was like, I blamed God.
0: Hello and welcome to Special Moms Africa Podcast. Real talk on special needs parenting. I am leading the hosting today and my name is Tonye Faluki. Ikizye. You have to say that ikizye, like you're dancing. <laughs> Co-hosting with me today is the wonderful, the sensual, the amazing mama. Abafe, you Kemi Luther. Hello. Mhm. And what are we going to be delving into today? Well, we're going to be talking about advocacy. But we have a wonderful parent here with us that's going to be helping us discuss this topic in two forms. As an adult advocate for her child who has limb difference, but also how her own child self-advocates. So, first off... Let me tell you a little bit about limb difference. The definition I have is from kidshealth.org, which says limb differences are when an arm or leg is not shaped in the usual way. For example, a child's legs may be curved or one might be shorter than the other, or a bone in the arm may be short or missing. A limb difference that a child is born with is called congenital. Yes, so that's kind of the basics of limb difference. And now I'm going to introduce our guest in studio with us. Now, our guest, she is the wonderful Adetola Ogunleye, who is the momager of Unlimited Tiara Uluwa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adetola, she's a wife, mom of three, creative director of Acro Fashion, An entrepreneur and a disability advocate. Having a daughter with limb difference made her see how the society treats people with disabilities. The disability advocacy started with her wanting to advocate for her daughter. Her ultimate goal is to see a society where inclusion and representation is embraced. A society where disability, mental or physical, is not seen as a hindrance a society where people are not defined by their disability. She also serves as a director at Tieten Support Services, an ATM servicing company. That means you brought money for us today, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the studio, Aditola. Thanks for being Thank here. So, first of all, how old is your daughter now?
1: My daughter Terlo, she's six mm-hmm. years old. Mm. Wow, six years mm.
0: old. And let's go back to the beginning. When she was born, was she born with the limb difference? Yes, she was actually born with the limb difference. I have congenital
1: limb difference.
0: So when you gave birth to her, it was in the hospital that yeah. you saw it. And how was that experience?
1: Like, for me, I was, you know, I was actually lost. I was like, what is this? And I didn't really understand, you know, the shock was just there. Yeah, and I couldn't see anything for the first hours. I was just looking at her. It was once yeah, after 24 hours, then people came visiting my mom, my mother-in-law, and, you know, they were all giving this pity look. That was when it actually dawned on me, like, wow, this is serious. Like, this is really serious. And for me, it as if my whole world came crashing down. Because I was like, I blamed God. Because mm. I was like, God, I'm even a Sunday school teacher in your house. I'm taking mm. care of your children. Mm. And you did this to me. So, for me, I was so angry at God. I was angry at everybody. For three months, I never said a word of prayer. I was just like, wow. you know, when you're in that, like, I'm keeping my list with God. Mm-hmm. Just, just stay on your, stay and, on your side. i let me on my side. You've done me dirty. Just mm-hmm. stay on your side. But later on, I asked, you know, as she was growing up and she was always smiling as a baby. Whenever I look into her, she always has that smile. She is very beautiful. and She has I mean, a beautiful smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that. And she always has that smile. And I just came to her life like, fine, this is my daughter. And if I don't stand up for her now, it's going to go in a long way in affecting a person. So I had to like, for a whole year, I actually kept her in the house. I was always wow. hiding. I wasn't bringing her out because I was scared of what the society would say. Then, you, know, the, you know, the kind of look when they give you, even when you go to church, you see people pointing at her. And then they look, they give you a if Oh, you
0: must have seen forgot to actually hmm. give you this kind of a child and all that. So did they give you, when you got that diagnosis at birth, which is already traumatizing yeah. because you've just gone to that trauma yeah. of birth and they give you that news at the same time. Did they say there's any reason or cause for it?
1: That was the dicey part. When I took her to the hospital, because I gave her to her here in Lagos, I took her to UCH because one of my aunts was working there. I took her to one hospital We said that she take her to UCH. They mm-hmm. said, okay, nothing was wrong with her, that it was just that. We did all that mm-hmm. test. So I took her to UCH. They actually checked her out to be sure there was nothing else mm-hmm. wrong with her. And they said she was fine. I was like, okay, what actually cost it? The doctor was like, for him, he cannot really feel the particular. Things like this just happened. Mm. It just showed her God is because he said he, because our own case is even rare. If you look at her, you see that uh humerus is missing. Then this part is now mm. attached to mm. her shoulder. Oh. So her case is very rare and she has digits. So she can't even use prosthetics because mm. she uses the hands and all of that. So They were like, it just happens that we can't. That Dr. K said it's just like cancerous cells at times, mm-hmm. it's about what you eat because there are people that actually live LD and they get cancer. Or that mm-hmm. things like this, medically, you cannot really pinpoint it to anything. Although he said there were some years back that there was a particular drug they t- they mm-hmm. actually produced that if predatory, yeah, it's teledomide, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but that the drug is no longer in circulation, yes, so it cannot exactly. really place was the reason? So I could not even get a clear reason why this happened. Just mm. that's right. "Okay, That's how God wanted it.
0: You know, sometimes we just don't know yeah. what the reason is. As human beings, we're always searching for a reason. And sometimes we have to realize that we can't control it. We exactly. can't always know. And that's part of the acceptance, right? Mm. That's part of the journey. Can um, I just jump in? Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I was going to ask you, was your pregnancy... Like Was it a normal pregnancy?
1: Yes, it was a normal pregnancy Because Tara is my second child And normally once I get pregnant I'm always this week Throwing up ah, passing like out a... saliva Until the very last mm-hmm. day So for me it was just the normal thing That happened with my first mm. pregnancy It wasn't as if but There was nothing There was nothing
0: ah, So I want to take you back to something you said That I found extremely interesting Is that you said you didn't bring her out for a year yes. So that makes me think about the family She's your second, right? So, how was it for the rest of the family? You know, you have this child who isn't typical Mm. and you are suffering mentally yourself Mm. with dealing with it. You know, you're having a hard time dealing with it. How was it for her father? How was it for her older sibling? How did it affect your home life? Really, for me, my life was only old
1: at that particular point in time. For my husband, really, it was my number one support them Because of that, he had to cut off all family. We are not going anywhere. He just goes to work, come back home. Because he doesn't want me to feel as if okay, you are going out, and I'm just tucked in the house with the child. So, he stopped going to anybody, even his siblings. He did, we didn't go to anybody's house. My mom, his mom, anybody that wants to see us would come to our house. We were not going anywhere. Even for that one year, we didn't go to church <sighs> because I was like, you know, I'm not ready because. Whenever I tried to wrap her up, she would always <laughs> want to bring her hand out. <laughs> she was uh, proud. I mean, she would always want to bring her hand out. And I was like, no, I don't want people staring at me and all that. So I would always keep
0: her in the house. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. I'm just doing a buffet you came Yikemi today. I'm <laughs>
2: <laughs> a- <laughs> it's the chair. <laughs> <laughs> so oh,
0: you said her older
1: sibling. Yes, yeah. so
0: she, has, she has an older yeah, sibling.
1: Yeah, older sibling. Yeah, that one is a, like a year six months older than her. So she was quite young too. They really didn't understand what's your situation, or you will just go to school, come back mm-hmm. home. So he didn't really understand. He was just a baby And she's
0: just his youngest sister. Yeah, so he didn't really understand that
1: we had to go out or all this, mm-hmm. so he was just fading, so he, he didn't notice anything. You know,
0: in households, our us mothers are usually the lead of the household. Yes, the man is the head of the house, mm-hmm. but really the person that runs things yeah. is the mom at home. So I can see why your husband is like, you know what, let me let just... Me- just <laughs> control myself mm-hmm. yeah. and follow the rules mm-hmm. and allow you process this grief. Because it sounds to me that you were grieving.
1: Yeah.
0: And that is something I've recently understood through this process this year. About identifying that oh wait, that anger, yes. that not being able to control your emotions, Emotion. that frustration, that resentment is grief.
2: It's a form of mourning.
0: Yes, because yeah. you grief for the, you, so love the, the, dreams, the yeah. you love the child, you love the though. Yeah. like what you grieve for the, what the you ideas, thought, the things oh, like you ideas. actually exactly. expected and now yeah. you
1: can't uh, achieve yeah. those things. Exactly. So one year is a while. Wow, well, it is. It's actually So what changed? I think what actually changed for me was the moment I brought her out was my sister wanted to get married and everybody was like, you know, they could not tell me that they knew you would not come and all that. And I told them I'm coming. My mom and I said, okay, no problem. I'll come and stay with her in there. I said, no, my daughter is coming through. I said, yes, down the line, Tara would see and see Inka's wedding picture. Mm -hmm. And she would wonder, why am I not in this wedding picture? Was I not born?
0: So I was like, that's just it. I'm bringing (laughs) her out. So your fear of your own daughter
2: (laughs) before she could even articulate is what
0: brought you out. (laughs) Exactly because I was like, this girl
1: would grow up and she would ask questions. I know she would.
0: So I didn't want her to
1: feel like, okay, you people were actually hiding me. To her, it might be as if, okay, you're not proud of me. And before I made that decision, someone said something to me like, I don't understand why you hiding this child. God created her, Mm. and if you think I'll be the shame to you. The shame belongs to God, Mm. and God cannot be shamed. Wow, and it was at that point I, <laughs> to that point I was like, this is just it. If anybody looks at her and they
2: want to shame her, Can't the
1: shame to belongs to God, ah, and right. God cannot be shamed.
2: Can we write that somewhere?
1: Please? Yes, yes. We actually uh, need to write <laughs> it as a quote. And yeah, because <laughs> I know God, and that, that was what just actually made me like, oh, fine, let this girl just come out, because it was beginning to affect her really. As young mm-hmm. as she was, whenever people come to our house, my siblings, my cousins, she would cry until they leave the house. Because she wasn't used to mm-hmm. seeing people. It's a change in dynamic. Yeah, so whenever anybody comes to the house, she would not allow them to touch her. Wow. And she would cry until they leave the house. So you kind of
0: realize that what you were doing was, was, was not wrong. good for your child. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you as a mother, you want to do good by your yeah, child. Yeah. yeah, that was God good. bless you. It's such a big
2: thing, even thinking about it, about the fact that even what she couldn't articulate, she could mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. And so her tears were a way of rebellion, you know, of just Mm -hmm. saying, this is not normal. Normal. Why are these people?
0: So, fast forward a bit is that today, how I know about you guys is that I've been following on social media. We follow each other. We're both very active on each Mm -hmm. other's pages. And she is like a vision of what children Mm -hmm. should aspire to be. You know, she's so confident she's got this positive attitude she's you know on the cover of magazines and the sky is the limit for her so how did you get from okay I'm gonna take her to my sister's wedding and now get on this journey of saying hey this is my girl I stand for her and I will battle for her to then she coming out and being this superstar Uh,
1: really I think I was able to do that when she was almost two years old. I started talking to her about her limb defence. The dad was not even close, like don't talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, oh, this part of her, let her be aware that her hand is different from everybody's mm-hmm. hand. I keep telling her, your hand is not like this hand. even though she didn't really understand, I was always talking to her and I'm like, but it doesn't stop you from doing anything. In fact, it got to a point I would tell her Tara, try and wear your socks. And Tara would read faster than my son. Mm. That doesn't have a limb difference. So because I was always talking to her positively, you can do anything. Mm. You are not limited by your limb difference.
0: We're speaking I was that speaking those words to her. So she was so
1: till now she has that competitive spirit. She always <laughs> wants to do everything. In fact, now I'm not telling her Tara calm, calm down. down. <laughs> calm <Because, laughs> down. Because it's not becoming so extreme. I told her Tara, you need to calm down. So she was that competitive. I was always speaking to her. I was like, okay, Tara, let's say this poem. Let's talk about this. So I was always talking to her. We were always having to talk about her limb difference. Because it got to a stage. When she was about to start school, And okay, this mm-hmm. girl would start school. She would meet with other children. Mm-hmm. People would say things about her and So I needed her to always have an answer mm-hmm. to give them. So the first night that was for 4 School was, whenever anybody asked you about your hand, what would you say? She said, God created me like that. I am God's limited edition. Mm-hmm. So those were our first words.
2: Oh, my God, I have goosebumps. <laughs> when she started
1: school. I didn't really know if she understood, but... It was just something we had and we kept talking about. So she was always saying that because people would ask her, "Why, God, I'm God's limited edition. She was always quick to say that. There was even a time my older son was talking about God. It was like, Mom, and you said God is very powerful. I said, yes, he can do all things. Now I said, how come God is not making Tiara Luwa's grow? She said, because I've been praying that the aunt should grow and it's not growing. Are you sure God can do everything? You know, there are things kids see and you're like... "Mm -hmm." Before I could even answer, Tara answered her. And she was like, my aunt is not like you and God created me special. You know you, you are typical. Yeah, mm. no know, ma- Me, I'm special. Yeah. So, the moment she said that, I just kept quiet. I'm there's right no now. need for you to be talking again. Yeah, you already have the answer. You've got this. As in, I don't need to wow. make oh it, you've got this. And really, recently, something happened because we took her to the doctor. Because, because of her and she tilts towards mm. the side. So, mm-hmm. she's always balancing mm-hmm. with the hand. Mm-hmm. So, we took her to the doctor for her posture. Yeah. So, they got her a back brace to straighten her back. Mm-hmm. And they were now talking about limb lengthening and all that. that they could actually do that. So no, there's no
0: need for really.
1: Do you know I was actually considering that? But I said, like, "Okay, let I me guess. talk to Tiara." In fact, I recorded it on my phone. I can show it to you wow. later. Tiara was like, "I don't want to do it." She said, "God created me perfect. Uh-huh. I believe there's a reason he created me uh-huh. like this. He doesn't want me to have my two hands long, you know, and I don't want them to cut my hand. I just want it to be like this. I am perfect the way God created me." Wow. I actually recorded that because wow. when she said it, I showed it to my other mother. I was like, because it was not even in support of the limb need before. And when I showed it to him, that can you imagine what she felt this night? I was like, she doesn't want it. That's it. She's fine the way she is.
2: And that's wow. going to carry her through life. And it's going to make her more. Because the world loves confidence. Yeah. And as a confidence child, it just means that nothing is going to be. I am so blown away. Yes, she's <laughs> like I'm amazing. Blown She's away. only six years old. Yeah, yeah.
0: So imagine her, like, you know, 14, adult. 16, or. Oh, man, I can't wait to. So what are your plans for her? What are her plans for herself going
1: what forward? What are her plans for herself? <laughs> yeah, really. For Like I would say, I want to be a model. Mm-hmm. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a singer. At least for now. are so the three things <laughs> she wants to be. But really, my plan for her is just that. I just hope she'll be able to do whatever she wants to achieve. Mm. Whatever she wants to achieve, I'll always be here to support her. I want her to follow okay. her plans in life. Whatever she wants to do, she know mommy's always got her back. She's point. free to do whatever she wants say yes, as I come here.
0: <laughs> so, we are going to move to something that we call honest the honest truth. truth. So, Aditola, the honest truth is where we ask the guest to share something that they thought about but never said out loud regarding their special needs journey. And we give you one minute to do it.
1: The honest truth about when I had uh, the day she clocked six months, as in, I was just looking at her like, God, as in, why me? You know, I know I love this child, but you know, you're like, why did you even do this to me? Mm-hmm. As in, like, I was just looking at her. You know, I could not hate her because I knew it wasn't her fault. But you yeah, know, there's a place you get to and you're like, I just wish this day happened to me. I wish I didn't have to go through all of this. I got mm-hmm. to a stage at that point in time because I was like, no, I, I never bargained for this. This is not what I wanted my life mm-hmm. to be. Because as in, to me, it was, this is the ice. What would I do with a child having a little difference? Mm. Because I didn't really have that understanding. But at that point, I was at that point like, uh, I wasn't ready to.
0: And I think many of us have those same thoughts, moments. and we don't share those thoughts because we're ashamed of them, because you're not meant to have them typically. But the truth is that we all have these thoughts, sure. and even if your child is neurotypical, doesn't have any disability or special need. You uh-huh. still t- have that thought. Too. Yeah, there are times you do know, something that you're like, God, yes. like, where did I get this time exactly. from? Exactly. It happens to everyone of us. E- exactly. So it's just being able to understand that's often part the of journey. the process, that's part of the journey. It really kind of amazes me that when we begin to talk about these things, that other people identify. Mm-hmm. That other people is like, oh my goodness, yeah. I thought that I just didn't share that with anybody. So I just really, really want to thank you so, so much for that, for sharing. Mm -hmm. We're really, really looking forward to see your continued journey as an advocate. And I do want to talk now, just quickly, just two minutes, about where we can find you, where we can find your advocacy, both the advocacy you do as an adult Mm -hmm. of your child and Tiara does as a self-advocate.
1: Okay, so for me I advocate on Aditolale at Aditolale on Instagram at LimpAbo at Instagram then on Lua's page at unlimited Tiaraolua.
0: Fantastic. Now what is the kind of advocacy that you're doing? Is there anything coming up that we should be aware of?
1: Yeah, really, what I'm um, actually planning to do, because, okay, now my daughter wants to be a model. Or you'd hardly see a Nigerian blend that mm-hmm. associate mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. kids that have disabilities. I'm actually thinking of starting that up myself. Mm-hmm. Starting a modeling agency where yeah. I use kids that have different disabilities.
0: So there's an agency in the UK, I think it's the UK, Zebedee it's Model. Zebedee, yes. yeah. And yeah. they have diverse models, which yes. includes all kinds of, all kind all of, kinds of models. Yes. And... Albino plus disabilities, and plus special needs, a whole range. And yeah. neurotypical too, yeah. just a whole variety. Yeah. But that is something I've also been pushing for here. So we continue to push on that because we have beautiful daughters yeah. and they have handsome and beautiful siblings. And people to see, need to see that. Yes, in, they need to be represented world. because
1: yeah. you can imagine if Terra is someone mm-hmm. like her on the screen, you can feel excited, like, she knows, okay, fine, I'm just normal, I'm just mm-hmm. like every other person.
0: And it makes a difference not only for children seeing that, it makes a difference for the parents raising those children yeah. to understand this is a possibility. This is part of life. You know, you can bring them out, there's no shame in it. So, I just want to thank you for coming out and... Hanging out with us in the studio, having some girl chat time. Thank
1: you.
2: Um, oh
0: no. Yes. Yeah, so that has been at Okune. And I have been in the studio with. Obafe Kemi Luther. And where can we find you?
2: You can find me on Obafe Kemi underscore Luther on Instagram, Obafe Kemi Luther on LinkedIn, and Wild Fresh Kitchen and Wild Fresh Cacao on Instagram as well. That's a
0: lot. And Kamara Talks. (laughs) (laughs) There was even more. (laughs) (laughs) And I have been your host today. My name is Toye Falugi Ekeziye. You can find me on social media, Tonye underscore F, and at Simone's Oasis on all platforms. This has been Special Moms Africa podcast, We'll talk on special needs parenting. And you can find the show on Instagram at Special Moms Africa. We will join you or join us next time where we'll have an amazing episode waiting for you till then. I don't know why I'm talking like that. <laughs> but till then, <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye.
2: For sponsorship inquiries, please contact specialmomsafrica at gmail.com. Oh, 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 alright.